You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Redneck Island After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Redneck Island After Show. Well, welcome to uh, another episode of Redneck Island. Bing is for doing, and we are doing episode number three, which was titled The Human Slingshot, and boy, was that fun to watch. I am one of your hosts, Little Egypt, and accompanying me are, I'll let you introduce yourselves. Patrick Simpson. Paula too, the PP boys of Beverly mm-hmm. Hills. That's right. <laughs> and, and Snow White. Snow White. Our yes. <laughs> Who got a haircut today. She yes. did. She's mm. got a little summer trim. She doesn't look very happy about that. <laughs> no, she's a little embarrassed. She Aww. wants to go to the island and hide. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Well, before we start the show, I want to say that... Uh, Liz is not here with us today because she is doing the daytime Emmys. And, Paul, you made her designer couture dress, which I was did. stunning. Well, I make it, all the celebrities their red carpet uh, wow. gown. So when she gave me the opportunity, I said, of course, I'll dress your hot body. <laughs> and she looked beautiful. And for anyone uh, interested in looking at how beautiful Liz was, you can go to Twitter and, and see her there. Just follow any of us on Twitter. We all posted the photo. So... We start off this episode, and by the way, before we start off, I have to tell you, we have a special caller. We do. Oh, we do? I know who it is. Can I say? Yeah. Can I spoil it? Go ahead. It's a 12-year-old little girl. (laughs) (laughs) Or so she's been called by her castmates, right? that's what they call her. Him. Him. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Little Mike. It is Mike Mace. He's going to be calling us to give us the dirt on what was going on behind the scenes and his take on where he thinks the show's going and to try and clear up some misconceptions along the way. Because now that we're in episode three, there's been a lot of editing and maybe the real story's not coming out and what the well, beef was. It's surprising to me that he was part of the core alliance and all of a sudden the alliance is broken up into pieces oh shattered yeah shattered so i'm thinking uh oh the girls were all along in it oh they had it they yes, were all they little had team. it in the bag well yeah. as soon as that sub alliance was built with right. candy uh Lindsay, and misty, misty. when yes. those when that sub alliance was formed that was really the new alliance and the old one or so they're telling us, appeared to be just some facade of an alliance, can right? I, can, can I say that I was actually right when you predicted last week <laughs> that, oh, Philip's going to be out of the game. And I told you <laughs> Philip's not going anywhere. No. Yes, Paul. Yes, Paul. <laughs> Even if he did miss by how many miles yes. on that target? <laughs> oh, you know, I, I can't wait to talk about Philip because um, he's so adorable, but I'm not sure he's bringing a lot to the blue team. And, uh, you know, he, I, he, I thought he was going to be the one that should have been eliminated because I thought Mike was probably better in the... I can't believe you said that. Did you see him pole dance with the tree? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. The, cha- the challenge was yeah. so cool this week. Oh, my God. You are so right. Yeah. So w- they start off the show with, like, the blue team coming back from elimination. Yeah. Immediately, the green team starts asking... Oh my God! What what happened? What's the, what's the scoop? Why is Travis here? I thought for sure you were going to vote Travis out. Yeah. Travis doesn't want to talk about it. You know, right. Travis think, is like. I think Travis is caught in a very very compromising place right now because yeah. if 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 it wasn't for Mike, then or the fact that the girls stuck together and they needed Travis more than they needed Mike, I think mm-hmm. Travis was the next 
to go. But his yeah. lies started yeah. unraveling in the very beginning of the episode. He lied to every. He kept talking out of both sides of his mouth. Yeah. Wait, so, to is he, so is he married with kids, or is he single <laughs> with no kids, or is he looking for a wife on the island? I'm not sure. Well, we can ask Mike. Yeah. I think I think he's married with kids. That seems to be the what he's defending. Do you believe it? I don't know. Yeah. Do you believe I don't know. anything he says anymore? Actually, no, I don't. I don't. I yeah. don't either. I don't. So, yeah, Bailey's gone. The blue team is completely suspicious now of Travis. He has just definitely dug himself into a huge hole. He's getting called out on his lies. Right. And then he's stepping all over the lie himself. with another lie. Yeah. yeah it's just you're he, watching it and thinking, you know, lying takes a little bit of intelligence to pull it off. You have to be able to remember right. your lie. He yeah, but he doesn't re- remember. That's what kills yeah. him. He doesn't remember his lies. From one person to the next, he doesn't remember what he said no. to them. Mm-mm. It's crazy. I think he just keeps lying and lying. I mean, every word out of the man's mouth, he's a habitual liar. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. his nickname should be, habitual <laughs> liar. I think that's his challenge. I think that's the way he's playing the game, though. I yeah. really do think that's the way he's playing the game. But we'll see if it pays off. I don't no, know. I think okay. I think he's, to me, it looks like he's watched a lot of episodes of Survivor. Yep. <laughs> and he's just trying to mimic what he saw was effective in a really different game. This is not the same game. Yeah, and but, he's you're, playing an- but you're not sure because the cast of characters are totally different. Totally. The situations are totally different. The, uh-huh. the challenges are totally different. And the, the way they relate to each other is very different. So I don't know if you can just apply what you think you know in a situation that you're stuck in, I think you got to be really quick on your feet to be able to kind of come up with the the way you need to be able to navigate it. Um, I have to tell you, I wrote down this quote from Brandon. This is how he describes Travis to the group. He says, uh, Travis is the mangy, which I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Maybe a dog with mange, mangy, the sad puppy that's kind of cute. But no one wants to touch him. Hold on, I'm going to cover her ears real quick <laughs> because I don't know if that's really what you want to say. Very, white. very true, though. Very yeah. true. Really yeah, true. and yeah. They, they are. They have that. You know, that's kind of like how they're treating Travis. Mm-hmm. Is like, okay, just we're watching you. What's, Everyone's watching you. What's interesting to me is whether it's the green team or the blue team. Nobody on the island likes Travis. I know. I think everybody has an issue with him, and maybe we're not seeing everything. And I'm, I, you know, I'm looking forward to asking Mike exactly what's really going on. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're showing us everything we need to see, or yeah. we're missing some parts with his interaction with the green team. Yeah, because I think he's playing both sides. Yes, so much so that. His blue team is comparing notes. Right. And, you know, I have to tell you, um, Lindsay smelt that, like, two episodes ago. And she's really playing a really brilliant game. Uh, When I heard Travis say this, I almost died. He said, one thing you'll learn, I won't lie about anything. (laughs) Anything. Which is everything. (laughs) So he'll lie about everything, not just anything, but everything. Even the quote. Yeah, this is a lie. I love that. that yeah, so that's when Lindsay, Lindsay was like, no way, dude. I am not going to let you get away with that. Right. What is the deal with the marriage? Are you married or aren't you married? And, we don't know. And he wouldn't, and he still kind of. I don't of, think he answered. He still yeah. kind of faltered on yeah. that, too. Well, you know, speaking, okay, so let's Misty's talk. Misty's great. I, yeah. I kind of like what Misty's been doing so far. Yeah. I think, I, I love Philip. I think he's still playing really low key. He's doing what he needs to. He's being the mm-hmm. the kind of like the entertainer of the group, sort of keeping them on their toes. Let, but, but Missy's playing smart. But let me tell you about the challenge that I loved. Okay. Brittany W., who we thought oh was the God. worst player, is the only one that got it right on. She was <laughs> Miss, the best. Miss Woodall uh, got the target. She was That's the right. best. I love it. Okay, well, that that was in the challenge. There was a challenge called the Beer Bong Bonanza. Yeah. And a challenge is designed to take the whole group, regardless if you're on a blue team or a green team, and you're given a challenge. And if you win the challenge, the whole group gets this giant reward. And the reward this week was a keg of beer, beer! on ice. <laughs> beer! On ice. On, on ice. ice. And yes. so what they had to do for this particular challenge challenge and uh they had to break apart like this funnel like steve releases the keg right and that gives him 10 minutes to unfunnel this this giant 
hose and they have to fill up 16 pitchers of beer and if they can do it within 10 minutes they get to keep the keg seven minutes goes by not one pitcher is even poured yet yep. and no, the, because they were still trying to unravel right, the whole thing it and they was, were having a hard time it was crazy yeah. it was crazy I liked it when they kept having to suck the other end for them to be able <laughs> oh, to, yeah. to get the beer to come out <laughs> but the green team was definitely the stronger team in that yes. in that challenge oh absolutely <laughs> and then the whole t- everyone got to benefit as a result of that let's talk yeah. about life more on the- than benefit right and there were philip was dancing on That's the tree true. yeah and i loved watching <laughs> philip they were singing and dancing yeah okay so let's talk about life on the island we have our caller on the line right now it's mike mace contestant number three to get booted voted off out. the um, yeah voted out <laughs> eliminated Stefan, can we bring mike in He's What's going on, y'all? Hello? Hi, Mike. Welcome to our show. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing tonight? We're doing good. Can I ask him the first question that sure. I really need to ask yeah. him? Why is everybody calling you a 12-year-old little girl? <laughs> That's what I want to know. How tall are you? Uh, actually, my birthday's next week. I'll be 27. Oh, woohoo. Wait, but Mike, are you the shortest person on the island? <laughs> I was the short, the shortest guy. Yeah, I, I was. Oh, right. yeah. Ah, that's where the name comes from. Then, Mike, did you hear any part of our show? Have you uh, heard us talking about Travis and the game he's playing? Yeah, I've uh, been listening to the whole show so far up until this point. Okay, well, what can you tell us? Give us some insight on what we haven't seen in the last two episodes that may play a factor in episodes to come. Uh. Well, it's kind of hard to describe Travis because, to be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure who he is <laughs> with oh. all the lies that he's told. Um, well, I, I, what, you know, ha- what happened? You had an alliance with the girls, and then suddenly you told everybody that, okay, they're going to vote Travis off. And then what happened? All of a sudden, you were voted off. So the, did nobody listen to you? No, I mean, on the second episode when Bailey went home, they didn't show this, but we had already started to question... Travis, oh. and I knew I watched both previous seasons, and I knew the game inside and out. Oh. We just had a physical competition. I knew we weren't going to have another physical competition for a few more weeks. Uh. So I kept saying, "Y'all, we don't need Travis. Let's get rid of him tonight." So Mike, uh, he's the one that's he's the one that's causing all the drama. He's the one causing all the controversy. Let's just get rid of him. But uh, Lindsay, Missy, and nobody else wanted to go down uh, two guys against four that early. Uh, so is it because because they think Travis is such a better competitor than you you were? Because then he's going to be able to win. I honestly don't know. I mean, you're going to have to ask them why they did what they did because I'm still in shock about it. Well, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Mike, I have a question. Is he married or not married with kids? This is the big question we all have. Uh, the story that I heard was married with two kids. You know, I have to ask you, we're going to just drill you with questions, Mike, and I hope that's okay. We're just going to kind of each of us shout out individually. I want to know, this this is Paul, I want to know who you think is going to win. What's your your prediction as to who you think is going to win? I mean, you were on the island, you know all the cast of characters, you've slept with them. I mean, you know, (laughs) so stay there with them. (laughs) Or maybe you did, and you want to tell us who or you did sleep with. I don't know, because they didn't show it to us. That's the real gossip Wait, that we yeah. want. Who'd you sleep with, or yeah. did you? Uh, yeah, that uh, DVD comes out at the uh, Christmas time, so be sure to get that. <laughs> no, we want to know who you think is going to win, or who do you think has a great um, shot? Honestly, it's a toss-up right now between Cody and Bucket. Oh. Cody's the, probably the most athletic guy that's out there, and Bucket. I mean, you can't Cody. help but love Bucket, so I seriously doubt anybody's going to you know, vote him off. Hmm, so he's really liked. You know, uh, Mike, we were watching you guys get drunk after the beer bong challenge. And you, mm-hmm. it, it, Brittany says it the best when she says... Uh, w- she says she describes the party as people went from zero to blackout in two, in two beers. beers. Did yeah. that really happen? I have no idea what kind of Mexican beer they gave us, but oh my God, it was the best thing ever. (laughs) I love it. You guys got wasted. So that was, I mean, you guys weren't showing off for the camera at all? That was real partying, redneck partying? 
that was a real redneck party. Uh, when we got the keg, I looked at Steve and I said, Steve, that's not enough. <laughs> he said, trust me, this beer will get y'all right. And is that, he wasn't is, lying. Is that why Philip was dancing with the tree and the pole and everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> like I said last night, Philip's a happy drunk. <laughs> oh, he is so adorable. He's also a very happy injured person, and we'll get to that later. But uh, this guy just, you can't rock his world. He's steady. Yeah. He is steady. Well, yeah. he's broken every bone in his body, so I doubt if there's anything else to break. Broken every bone, had uh, 13 concussions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll, um. One of the things that they don't talk about, or they're not showing yet, we're in episode three, I know nothing about the green team, other than Cody and Brittany are hooking, hooking up. up. Yes. Yeah. Is, that, is that a hookup, or is that, did they know this uh, from before? Did they know each other from uh, before? They knew each other before the show. This they is, actually yeah. live about an hour apart from each other. Yeah, they did know each other before the show. Oh. Um, yeah. Mike, they, so, I, think, I, I don't know exactly what happened before the show. With them, but during the show, there was no hooking up between them. Mike, did you? Uh, this is Patrick. Did did you have any inclination at all that this sub alliance was being formed behind your back? Not a clue. <gasps> oh, Blindsided. wow! Yeah, last, week, last week when I saw wow. them talking to each other, I was in shock. Wow. So did you, you know, it didn't look like you worked very hard at trying to recruit your team members, you know, to vote Travis off. Were you working hard at that or were you just hoping that they didn't vote you off? I was working hard to do it. I mean, you know, obviously they can't put everything into a uh, one hour show, but I was with everybody, you know, saying, guys, this is a liar. Nobody likes him. Nobody trusts him. We have to do this not only for our team, but for the common good of camp otherwise somebody's probably gonna kill him oh my god what would you have wanted to see different like when you guys were doing the challenge the reckoning and mm-hmm. and you guys were throwing the little arrow and hanging it on you know you were holding it at your crotch and you're in like this in fetal position and then you're like blasted into the air <laughs> like, you're like, first of all was that was that fun because that was yeah. really oh my fun. god it was a it was a blast um we've actually i've actually done that a few times back oh. home but they nice. did it a lot more safer than the way we do it down here. So what what do what do you think? I mean, did they give you ideas about how to do it? Did they or did they just gonna tie you up and say we're gonna let you go and figure it out? Or did did they give you like, ex- a safety? There was no demo. There was no oh. instruction manual. It was tie you up, strap you up, hold on. We're gonna give you a countdown when we're gonna let you go and take your best shot. And, wow! And when you Brittany saw Woodall, when you saw the Steve mail, did you have any idea when you read it that this is what the the challenge is going to be? Yeah, that this is right. what the reckoning is going to be at all? Anything? Well, we got the we got the note and um, the slingshots. I automatically thought it was going to be some kind of shooting contest that we we're going to have to like shoot targets or something uh-huh. like that. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that it was going to be a human slingshot. Oh my god, that was so exciting! I didn't, and you know. We, I was talking with my family about physics <laughs> and who had the best advantage. Clearly, it was Brittany W. And, we, and none yeah. of us thought that she could even fly. And here she is producing. <laughs> oh, my God. She flew. Yeah. She is so awesome. Is she as cool on the island as she appearing to be on the television show? Oh, man. Brittany W., as we all called her, uh, Woodle. 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 She's, the, she's a sweetheart. I mean, I got to say good things about her because she's from... Carolina, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and um, sweetheart, funny, smart as a whip. I don't have anything but good things to say about her. So hold on. I now, now that you're talking about sweetheart and honey, are you married? No, I'm not married. Got a girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, I got one of those. Oh, you got a girlfriend? What's her name? Yeah. I ain't gonna put that out there like that. Yeah, are you kidding? He's getting enough attention as it is. Golly. So, uh, Brittany says this. Brittany W. says um, when she when they find out when Steve sends the email and in the uh, when the the mail comes in the bo- bottle and it says rednecks today, your aim will need to be true. Use these pra- to practice so you don't end up at my place, Steve. And she says, why the hell is any redneck gonna use a slingshot? <laughs> Uh, what's anyone going to use a slingshot for? We all got guns. Guns, right. yeah. Brilliant. Like that. Brilliant. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, okay, I want her on my team. What great energy. So, but oh, you know yeah. what? Your team, the blue team, seriously, do, is it because you guys uh, 
are just not as athletic as the green team that you seem to be losing your challenges? Why? What's happening? No, I mean, last, last night's challenge had nothing to do with athleticism, skill, anything like that. It was a look. You threw a dart, and if you got a good bounce, you won. Do you think... Do you think Travis, because he kind of prefaced it that, oh, I'm afraid of heights, kind of lost it and then was concerned? Or did he already know that he was guaranteed not to go home because he was going to throw you under the bus? Because he missed by a long shot. And I think he was one of the only people that missed it as far that anybody did. I mean, everybody else, I think, got pretty close to the circles. Except for Mike. Mike, I got to ask, why did, yeah, you, why did you just drop it? it just, why did you drop it, Mike? Yeah, Mike, why did you just drop it? What happened to you? You got scared? No, um, you know, I'm 5'8", 145 pounds, so oh, he's when I got flung into the air, I got shot straight up. I couldn't even see where I was. <laughs> and then I started to feel myself being pulled back, and I just threw it. I had no idea where I was at. Oh. oh, my goodness. Well, you know, I would like to know, before we uh, finish with the reckoning, you you know, you've been on the island with these people now. Weeks have gone by. Is that right? By the time we're at the third episode, you've been on the island for mm-hmm. weeks, right? Uh, right. What is going on behind the scenes? Like, Are you guys uh, getting a chance to break when the cameras aren't on? Are you able to, like, have some downtime? Do you... St- do you go anywhere? Do you ha- do, can you relax, or is it constant stress from the moment that you get there till you leave the island? It is constant stress the whole time we're there. There's a oh. camera on you, a microphone on you, twenty four seven. Yikes! Uh, you wake up, there's a camera in your face. Oh. You go to bed, and they still got production lights on all over the place. You can't <laughs> go to sleep because the lights are so bright. It's just one crazy ordeal the whole time. So what, what, what do you suggest for somebody who's going to be wanting to go audition or go to want to be a part of Red Deck Island? What do you mm-hmm. recommend? What kind of skills do you need to have in order for you to be able to withstand some of the things, the challenges that they put you through? Um, I said the main thing that you have to do is probably build up your endurance. Hmm. Uh, we did a lot of running challenges, a lot of swimming challenges, and um, you're out of breath. So if you can build up your endurance, that's going to be the best way to do it. So why do you drink? As, honestly, <laughs> why did they drink as much beer as you do? <laughs> how's, that that help? how's that helping you? <laughs> What's well, it? I mean, you get a bunch of rednecks, uh, take a beer. You know, we're going to drink it. Wow. Does did Steve ever? Can, um, give us a little insight on Steve Austin. Does does he? mingle with you guys or does he show up like it's a set you know when you're getting ready to do a challenge or a reckoning and is he in and then when he's done does he run back to his trailer give us a little insight on who steve austin is steve austin is without a doubt the most down-to-earth uh celebrity i've probably ever met he looks real funny real quick-witted kind of guy i mean if you ever watched him on monday night raw yeah. Now, how you saw him then is how he is in real life, except, you know, when the cameras were off, he had no sensor, so he just would say and do anything. Wow, that's cool. Wow. So you, you, he made you feel like family, that you weren't just there to, you know, do do some tricks and then leave? Yeah, he made us all feel real special. Um, on the first reckoning, the six-pack challenge, Yeah. it was... Um, he hung out there on the dock with us for a little while while they were getting mm-hmm. the camera set up and talked to us. Gave us a little motivational speech. I mean, it, he's a real great guy. That's cool. Nothing but great things about him. Mike, how long, how much notice did you have before you got the call that you are going on Redneck Island? Uh, the whole process, honestly, was about three weeks. Wow. Oh, uh, from the time that, you know, I did my... I sent in the application, um, then I did a phone interview, a Skype interview. They asked me to send in a home movie, oh. and uh, they narrowed it down to the top 40. And then once they narrowed it down to the top 40, that's when it got into overdrive real quick. We uh, They sent us all app or contracts that we had to sign, fill out. They narrowed it down to the top 20, I think. They flew us out to L.A. for a week to do photo shoots, uh, medical evaluation, psyche valves, oh. and did you, did interviews. You, did you have any idea where you were going or everything was top secret and you 
wound up on the island somewhere. Yeah, it was top secret the whole time. I mean, we were locked in our hotel room in L.A. for a week. And the only time we ever left our room was to go to one of these appointments that we had. So you were already on an island in a hotel room. Because you were Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, after that, we flew down to Mexico and stayed there for three days. Oh. And you know how many English-speaking channels there are in Mexico? No. no. Two. <laughs> uh, when you were at the hotel in L.A., had you met any of the other contestants or anything? Or you didn't meet anybody until you got to the island? We didn't meet anybody until we got to the island. I mean... You'd hear people like walking up and down the hallway, and then you'd run to your door and kind of like look out the peephole to kind of catch a glimpse of somebody to see what was going on. But you're not really sure um, if they're part of the show, if they're just a hotel guest, or if they're production, or yeah. if they're one of your competitors that you can start doing alliances with. And I think that's why they don't have them talking to each other, because right. they yeah. don't want that alliance. It's a good idea. Yeah, they didn't want us to start strategizing with each other until we actually get there. Okay, I have, I think, a very good question, which is something I've been wanting to ask somebody who got off an island. What what do you think you did wrong? Or if you don't think you did something wrong, what do you think you should have done that would still keep you there and not talking to us right now? (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's not where you want to be. Because I I guess you don't want to really be talking to us and you want to be going after (laughs) $100,000. What do you think? Um... I think if I could do anything different, it'd be um, I would have talked to Cody and gotten on the green team. Uh, he told me a couple of days later, you know, when we were all sitting around the campfire, that he had all intentions of picking me. But they didn't show this, but me and Lindsay were actually set down on right after she got captain, and we picked, like, the top four or five people in which order she was going to pick them. Uh, and so, I mean, I knew yeah. Travis was going to go first. I knew I was second. I knew Missy was third. Um <sighs> So I think if I would have went to Travis and said, hey, I'm going to be her second pick, he would have probably picked me up. So, Mike, it sounds like in this uh, in on this blue team, you had like a co-captain role and it just totally backfired on you. Yeah, I mean, I was going to let Travis do what he was doing, which was Hank himself. Hmm. And I thought it was going to come in handy for me. But yeah. uh, it backfired, like you said. Or maybe, or maybe, did production kind of <laughs> skew things a little bit so that people's minds were changed or the situation changed where you ended up where you did? Or it's just no, a, a production lucky draw? was pretty much behind cameras the whole time. They never once came to us and said, hey, you need to do this or hey, you need to do that. Ah, they, interesting. I mean, a lot of people think that reality shows aren't real because they think production tells people how to act. Yeah, I, I, no. I, we want to know. Yeah, <laughs> no, so, that's not that's not how it is at all. I mean, the only time they told us what to do and when to do it was when we got Steve on. They said, "Y'all get ready because we're going to the challenge." Oh boy! Everything else was a hundred percent real. How long ago did you shoot it? How uh, long ago did we you filmed back in April? Oh wow! Okay. Oh, wow. So, so Mike, I, I, okay. So that's awesome because you always wonder as a viewer, if you're seeing what you're seeing is He's, authentically developing in front of your eyes. Right. Yeah. So does that mean Travis is really a stinker? Is he really a stinker? <laughs> a mange, a mange. A ma- is it, did he even say that right? Mangy. Is it mangy? mangy? Is that a word? Mangy. mangy. Yeah. Man- you never heard mangy much? No. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, old that yeller. Ma- yeah, that yeah. mangy mutt. Okay. Just to let you know, I'm covering Snow White's ears right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Snow White. So, so Travis is a stinker? He really is? You know, I haven't seen Travis since I left the island, so I haven't had a chance to get to talk to him and see who he really is in person. From what I've seen like on his interviews and everything, he keeps saying that that's the role he was playing. Oh. So if he was playing, if he wanted the role of the bad guy, the villain of the island, he did a good job of it. Well, wow. How long do you think it lasted, or do you think he was next? Do you think he's off next week, right after you? Because if he was supposed to go this week, and they ended up taking you out, don't you think he's going to be the next one where the three girls are plotting against him already? I seriously think that now with Candy, Misty, and Lindsay. Uh, it's those three are going to just pick off 
um, Travis next, and then I hate to say it, but I think Phil's going to be after him if they lose any more challenges. Wait a minute, which one's the one with the big boobs? Candy. Candy. Oh, Candy. How could every other male on the planet Candy. would remember that? I can't remember. But Candy's the one with the boobs. That's like it's yeah. all, when she that's, was doing the slingshot. Yeah. She's like it's going to hit yeah. somebody in the face. Mike, who's your favorite right. female competitor right yeah. now? Um, actually, it's somebody that you haven't really seen a whole lot of, and um, Little Miss Stacy over there on the green team. She's a firecracker. She's very quiet so far. She's just hanging out in the back. Yeah. Is that the one when they did the the get the food out of the trough thing, the pig thing that was thinking her that hair? Was candy. That was candy. candy. So you just can't stop I thinking can't about candy. I can't enough of candy. Yeah, you can't. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, um, Stacy kind of looks like strawberry shortcake, a really tiny, petite, little blonde, very quiet. Right. I'm curious to see what she's going to bring, and I, I'm and see that Mike's in the same position we are because you uh, you left the island right once you got eliminated. There's no continuing to sequester you. They put you on a plane, send you right back home. Yeah, I mean, I unfortunately, you know, didn't get a chance to say goodbye to the dream oh. team. It was um, oh, so you never got to no. see anybody else. The minute that you walk off, you're done. You're gone. Yeah, when you're I packed. when I walked off, they put me in a. Uh, van took me to the hotel and I was on an airplane the next morning. Wow. Did Steve at the end, uh, just as you get voted off and before you go do your interviews, did, did, does Steve come up and say anything to you? Um, See walking, you later. after I got done with my exit interview, I walked past and our paths kind of crossed and you know, he said, Hey, how you doing? You know, and thanks, you did a good job, shook hands, and that was it. Oh, wow. If you didn't think you were going to be eliminated, then who do you think would have been? Who Who is it, you guys, who did you really think was going to go if it wasn't you? Uh, honestly, uh thought Travis was gone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because that's what, that was, that was the only thing you had to, to work on. But Travis, when you guys got back from the reckoning, first thing he did was throw you under the bus. What is it like to see that footage when you're watching Travis do that? Yeah. Honestly, I was hurt um, oh. to see that clip. Um, and I just want to go ahead and clear something up. As far as the weakest player on the team, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there right now. Yeah. Um, if you go back and look at the Captain's Challenge, I had 10 beers on my thing, just like Travis did. Oh, yeah. I think a couple of the other guys had like nine or eight. Yeah. If you go if on the six-pack challenge, I was the only person from my team to climb that ladder twice. Yes. Um, I'm the shortest yes. guy on mm-hmm. that island, and I just barely missed the furthest beer can out there. Um, and like I said, that slingshot challenge was nothing but pure luck, and I did screw up on it. So for them to say I was the weakest player on the team just because of that, I think that's just complete BS. Well, well after hearing everything that you just said, why do you think you're talking to us? Because it's confusing to me, because I would have preferred that you, because we were rooting for you. I mean, we were thinking that you were really a likable guy. We thought that you were playing an honest game. We thought you were being true to yourself and true to your alliance. And we were, I, I mean, I guess I, I guess if you hadn't lost the challenge, then maybe none of you would have been here and somebody from the green team, which has never even left, would have been one to leave. Yeah, but it it bothers me that when you did as much as you did, your own alliance kicked you to the curb and kept Travis, who they know is lying and stealing and sneaky. But those girls, they've got their own little plan. <laughs> that's that's the. Issue. So let me ask you this, Mike. I have a question. Little Egypt here, <laughs> in case you couldn't tell, the only yeah, female ma'am. on the panel. Is Lindsay, are we not seeing all sides of Lindsay? Is there something we don't know about her? I mean, she's playing a good game, and I kind of like what she's doing, but is, is she kind of like a Travis? Is, is, there, is there a dark side to her? I think there is a little bit of a dark side in Lindsay that's starting to come out a little bit. Um, I'm not saying that she's as bad as Travis by any means, but, I mean, just to, you know, sit right there, my face and say you're good Travis is going home and then put my name on a can I mean yeah I can, I, I can handle just about anything except being lied to I, I could say that when I saw that scene when you were walking up the stairs before Philip fell down and you talked to Lindsay and Lindsay was kind of like oh, okay you're 
you know, whatever it was, I I did not believe that she was serious about the answer she was giving you. I think it was mostly, I'm going to pacify you. I'm going to tell you what you think you want to hear, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I'm not doing it. But do you really think that you're going that, that you're when you're going there, people are really going to be honest? I mean, really, when you really think yeah. about it, aren't they there to win yeah. the game? So they're going to lie, cheat, steal, do whatever. Yeah, I mean, and the same thing happened uh, the week before when Bailey went home. Oh, yeah. I just right. I couldn't look at her and say I'm going to vote for you. I mean, you just can't look at your yeah. friend and say. I'm going to write your name on a can. I'm going to send you home. You can't do it. But why not? Because they know uh, once they get their name called that you did. Right. <laughs> so you might as well just have a clear conscience. And own up to it. Yeah. And I've, and yeah. I've seen that done before. Just kind of yeah. like, hey, sorry, but you're out. And as much as I want to have you here, I have to protect my own interests. And they're, but, they're gunning for you. But I think that's going to change the game because what if, something changes and something happens mm-hmm. and next thing you know they know what you were thinking and you end up becoming the mm-hmm. target that's true so you don't yeah. want to give away your hand hmm. before the very very last second when you know there's nothing else that's going to come back to bite you yeah because yeah, I mean what do you think would have happened if you know as soon as Steve said I was going home the doctors came in and said Philip's legs not any good exactly to and then, then <laughs> they would have sent him home and I'd still be there knowing that you know these four people just want me gone yeah yeah well um that yeah that would be a tough call maybe well I don't know so 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 what are you doing next redneck island's gone finished you're off you and your girlfriend are hanging out in a hammock, drinking more beer. What are you doing next? <laughs> Besides celebrating your birthday in a week, and you'll yeah. be 27. So happy birthday to you, Mike! Woo-hoo. Happy early birthday! Thank you, thank you. So, 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 oh. what do you got? What do you got planned? Back to your job, or so? What do you do? Like, yeah, what happens? Back to the normal life. Um, my family owns a pest control company, so I'm an exterminator. My great granddaddy started. It. Now, I'm the fourth-generation okay. owner-operator. Okay, I um, have a question for you now. If you're an exterminator and you go out killing things, couldn't you just <laughs> what a squash Travis or something? You know what I mean? Like, what do they mm-hmm. say? They wouldn't, well, they wouldn't the let me bring all the harsh chemicals with me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike, you know, I, I have to ask this. Because all these reality shows, you see these people that have regular jobs, regular lives, live in a small city, you know, like you do. And and their their whole dream and their whole thing in the back of their brain is to get on a reality show to move to L.A. and pursue the industry. Is, is that what you're planning? Or are other people planning that on the show? Um, I know people have talked about, you know, wanting to get an agent and see if anything could come from this. I'm the kind of guy that, you know, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm going to go out and be the next Mark Wahlberg or anything like that. But if somebody (laughs) sees the show and they see my personality and they want me for something, then... Oh, yeah, you best believe I'm going to be on the next plane to L.A. auditioning for it. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, there's talks when we were watching you guys interact with each other. There's talks that Travis is a musician, right? Is he in a band? Yes. Okay, and so he thought that this was going to help his career? I don't know. <laughs> Do you believe that? No, I don't think so. I can't. What band? He didn't even know how to play the guitar. <laughs> I have no idea. Mike? Uh, no. Travis can play the guitar and he can sing. Um, he's actually got a couple of singles on iTunes. If you know you want to look him up and check him out sometime. No, not interested. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't say that Mike, you're so time. sweet. You're on air promoting Travis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, no, I'm not interested. You see, Mike's a really sweet guy. That's exactly why he was the third person voted off. Darn it! So, uh, you, so you're telling me you got to be a manip- you got to be. You know what? We're missing Liz, who is the manipulator, the controller, <laughs> and what else is she? Liz Fuller. Oh, our Liz. Yeah, our Liz. Yeah. She she'll yeah. Mani- oh, she'll manipulate, steal, cheat, lie. Oh, her nickname's Travis. <laughs> so she was. <laughs> <on the island. laughs> I have to ask you this, Mike. Uh, in the green team, because we're not seeing a lot of them, and that's kind of frustrating because I really I feel like I got you guys uh, and everything that you're bringing to the table. But what, who mm-hmm. on the green team uh, is the villain over there? Is there a villain over there to watch for? 
honestly, I really don't think that there is a villain on the green team. I think with all the drama that's going on with the blue team, Travis, you know, <laughs> starting all, everything, all the drama, that it basically just brought our morale down to the point where uh. if the green team ever does go to Steve's house, they're going to have to, I don't know what they're going to do. Take Travis out of the picture. Who's the next villain in line? Who's the next person on the island that would oh, be... I can answer that one. Lindsay. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Mike? Do you think it's true? I think it probably would be a toss-up between Lindsay and Candy. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, Candy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, For you know sure. what? Candy is playing a really smart game, mm-hmm. but I think she's going to... Uh, definitely get called out because she's so willing to like give her opinion, you know, all the time. Yeah. Like I don't like you. She's willing to say that to people. I think it's going to cost her. I votes. think I think out of, in the blue team, Misty and Philip are going to be the last two standing because Misty has already told everybody he does. She doesn't trust anybody, so she's trying to be really, really careful. And Philip, I think they just like him and they're going to keep him on. And my prediction is Philip's going to go all the way. So, that, that's interesting because remember my prediction from day one was, was Misty. Misty was going to take it. Okay, your side of your your side of the table is kind of loosened over here. <laughs> you know, Mike, um, thank you for calling into AfterBuzz TV. We are a um, after show program. It's a podcast. We also upload to YouTube. And I don't know if you know this, but it is like the brainchild of Maria Manunos and her significant other, Kevin Undergaro. And they just produced a film called Serial Buddies. And they need everyone's help to purchase this film because this isn't going to be out in theaters. It's out right now and you can download it and watch it. And this is where I think movies are going because they're not, you know, it's, it's going to be out of the big studio's hands if you want to produce the content that we want to watch you know it's if you're not a major blockbuster then you need to you know you need to encourage this type of production and so what i'd like to just take a minute and just talk about um how you can go about purchasing serial buddies it's a hilarious new serial killer buddy comedy and it is produced by after buzz tv and um, it is available on video on demand now i have watched it and it's got a huge lineup of of a uh, cast of characters that you're really going to enjoy, particularly liked uh, Kathy Lee Gifford and Maria Menounos is in it, oh, and even one of our too. engineers, uh, Phil, is in it. So uh, for those listening, Yay, go yeah, Phil! Woo-hoo. Please take a moment and uh, and watch and watch it and support what we're doing here because this does this is we're not. You know, we're not charging the listeners to download this podcast. It is free, but it won't stay free if we can't continue to support productions like this. I want to ask Mike a question that I think I want to open up the forum for him to ask us. What do you think we should focus on discussing about the island that we're not even hinting at? That maybe we're looking at, we're seeing, but we're not, we're, we don't know. Tell us something to, to, to look out for or things that we are there right in front of our face, but, you know, forget Travis. We keep focused on him and we're not seeing exactly. the, the, the other picture. Mm-hmm. What is it? Mike, where'd you go? <laughs> oh, we lost Mike. I, I think we lost oh. Mike. <laughs> Oh, Mike, I wanted my answer. Great question. That was a great question because um, there is a lot of focus on Travis and Candy and Lindsay. Maybe they're gearing it up in a particular way where they're doing their edits and that's what our focus is. But we're missing certain key elements that are upcoming that we would probably see if we were paying close. Why aren't you paying closer attention? I'm paying very close attention. Take better notes. I I am taking, I got like four pages (laughs) of notes. I have to. So, yeah, Mike got blindsided, and he's out. Now, I um, have Bailey calling in next week. I'm very excited about that because she was uh, also just came out of nowhere when they voted against her and got eliminated from the blue team. So she's yeah. got a story to tell. And it's just really interesting to hear how all this stuff is progressing. I love the behind the scenes. I love what we're hearing about the production of Redneck Island because as a viewer, I want to embrace it. You know, and I love... 
you know, I love what they're doing with the rednecks versus uh, uh, the polar opposite of Survivor. And that's what's entertaining to me because I've seen Survivor enough times that I'm bored with it. But I'm not bored with Redneck Island because of these great challenges, because of how they're casting, because they're keeping it authentic. And I want to believe every bit of it. I want to know if Steve Austin's having lobster (laughs) (laughs) while the other ones are, you know, chilling out in a hammock and beer. Maybe they're just feeding him beer. We got Mike back on the line. Oh, good. Oh. Hey, Mike, we were just talking about, like, the production aspect of Redneck Island. I'm really fascinated with, like, how fast this production moves along. How much, you know, do you work two days? Do you get a day off, you know, or are you constantly in, you know, constantly moving forward throughout the whole time that you're there? Uh, we're constantly moving forward the whole time. Um, wow. There's n- no time off. Just film, film, film. It takes us about you know two days to film one episode. So I mean, we're just going at it nonstop. And kudos to the cast or to the crew and production for putting up with our drunk, crazy rednecks and <laughs> doing everything they could. Mike, we had talked would, about about I, the relationship that you guys developed uh, after you left the island, that you guys have formed a family. And we have five minutes left in the show, but I would love to hear about what's going on with Philip, because there has been some late-breaking, unfortunate news on his end, but you guys are all rallying outside of the production of Redneck Island. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, ever since we all got back home, we've uh, had a group chat going on, on Facebook, um, I know some of the guys are listening right now, so I just want to give a sh- big shout-out. Hello to everybody that's listening right now. Um, look, Philip, he just found out that his dad has uh, stage 4 kidney cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, next weekend on the 22nd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., uh, myself and most of the cast, we're going to be out there in his hometown of Pendleton doing an autograph session, meet and greet. Um, we're all going to be bringing things out uh, that are signed from us that we're going to be selling. Uh, all the money's going to go to Phil's dad's medical bills to help him out as much as we can. Well, if they... Hot dog plates and drinks are $6. Um, there's going to be music out there and just a good all-around family time. That's great. Well, if you guys get a chance to call in, we'd love to be able to have one of you guys tell us what you guys are up to and doing at the same time. Yeah, we'll be, hopefully, maybe we can be live on location yeah. with you guys. Mike, where can your fans, and I know you have a big Facebook presence, you have a big Twitter presence, but people who are coming in and starting to follow the show now, what's the best way to engage with the cast members? Um, if you want to engage with us, the best way to do it is go to our um, Facebook fan pages. You can mm-hmm. find a link to all of them on the Redneck Island fa- Facebook page. Okay. You can go to facebook.com slash Redneck Island. Um, there's a link up at the top that says Meet the Cast, and it has a link to all of our pages. You can click click on that, like us, uh, send us a message. I know everybody likes to talk about the fan emails that we get. Um, I've been fortunate enough, I have no idea how, but, I mean, I seem to be getting a lot of the Facebook fans liking my page. We and, like uh, you, Mike. I, I want to. No, I really appreciate it, Mike. Before before we got cut off earlier, I was asking a question. I don't know how much of it you heard or what you heard, and if you could briefly just summarize and tell us what we should be looking at when we're watching the show, so that there are certain things that maybe we're missing or not focused on. What is it that you can give us an insight to? Um. Really, I'd say what the main thing you need to pay attention to are the ones that aren't getting all the camera time. Oh. The ones that are kind of staying in the background, like oh. Stacy and Brandon, because people are right now they're focusing on the big players. They're focusing on Travis. They're focusing on Bucket because they know that he's a good competitor and can mm-hmm. win the whole game. You got to watch out for those sleepers because. They'll ride all the way to the end, and before you know it, they're down to the final, going for that $100,000, and you're going home. Would you do it again? Oh, in a heartbeat. If they call me up right now and say, you know, we want you back for another season, I'm packing my bags and I'm gone. What would you change about the way you're going to play this time? Are you going to be a Travis? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It's not worth it, is it? It's really not. When the game's over, 
No, it's not. I think the main thing, the real good thing about, you know, these past three weeks is I was edited in a way where I was, I looked laid back and, you know, people saw that I am a competitor, but they really didn't see my game style, my game plan. They didn't see me, you know, talking to people, forming different strategies with people. So I think... I'd go back and people would be like, what's he doing here? And then I'd surprise him. Well, Mike, I want to thank you so much for calling in and giving us such incredible insight on what is going on on Redneck Island behind the scenes and your own personal take on where we see the direction of this, uh, this show going. And any redneck cast member that wants to come on this show, this is your time. This is this is a show dedicated to you guys, Redneck Island Season 3, not one or two, you guys. So if you um, have a gripe or you see something in editing that you thought maybe uh, didn't characterize what really happened on the island, call us in. We'll talk to you. We, we love Redneck Island. Are, are we loving the show? Yes. I mean, we can send you guys a keg of beer, but I don't know where to send it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what we should yeah. do? I think we should do some challenges. Okay. Here, in the studio, yeah. okay. right? Yeah. So, Mike, thank you so much, and honestly, for everyone that is a fan of Redneck Island, let's do what we can to support Phil and his fundraising for, um, for his family. So that's yep. it. that's it for our show today. Thank you very much for tuning in. Let's uh, get together next week for episode four and see who gets voted off the island next. I'm your host, uh, Little Egypt, and with me today was the PP Boys of Beverly Hills, who, by the way, real quick, where did we just see you guys on television? Race to the scene on Reels Channel. They're playing it all week for the They're Terminator playing. 2 Challenge. It was fun. Yes. <laughs> you guys were awesome. And you'll I, see us on Bravo July 9 yes. as the opening season for Interior Therapy. You're too funny. Yeah. And it's not staged. It's real because I've seen you guys. And this is, the, you are who you are. And I love it. I love it. For those of you oh, watching. Please, I need some Twitter fans. Still? <laughs> you don't do. have any yet? No. <laughs> please tweet with me. At Paul Atu, P O L A T T E U. Trust me, I'll write back. We'll converse. We'll hashtag and advertise. <laughs> and I'm, I'm my Twitter, Facebook, Patrick Simpson. And I'm Little Egypt on on Twitter at, at Little Egypt. Facebook, Glow My First Name, Little Egypt My Second. Uh, serious inquiries only. How do you like that? To AngelinaAltishan.com. I'll, I'll take anybody. No serious <laughs> inquiries needed. Not looking for a date. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 